dates are important. In fact, some dates, birthdays, anniversaries, release dates from prison are so important that you're going to celebrate them the rest of your life. Dates impact our lives in ways that other things can't. So today we're going to do a background check on April 18th. Let's go! Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and, and not be afraid to say, go, go ahead, check my background. My name is Jaden Gum, and this is Background Check. You already know. Let's go. You can check my background. I'm a forgiving felon, so tell them that I won't back down. No. You can bet I won't live in regret. It's time to earn some respect. You are tuning in to Background Check. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Background Check Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Gum. I'm excited to be here. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past. That's me. Realize their future. That's me also. Hey, listen, we have a great show for you today. But listen, if you want to know more about Forgiven Felons, what we do, uh, what we've been doing, what we're doing now, and what we're planning on doing here in the next few years, go to ForgivenFelons.org, especially if you have a loved one who needs a place to parole to uh, in the Dallas area. Go to the house page, download the application packet, send it to them, have them send it back to us, and we'll see if it's a fit. Man, I'm excited about today. I don't have a guest for you today. You're just going to have to listen to me ramble, but I feel like I'm going to ramble about some good things. I feel like dates in our lives are important. You know, you always hear uh, people start a story like, where were you on this day that this happened? Where were you, you know, September 11th? I mean, that date is going to be etched, is etched forever in our minds as Americans. You know, it's going to be in our history books forever. That date, you know, uh, in 1961 when JFK was killed, a lot of people remember that date. My birth date, January 21st, 1971, October 25th, you know, uh, 2012 was my daughter's birthday. May 7th, 2014 is my other daughter's birthday, Gemma. And then Jessamy's birthday, Valentine's, that's a date that we remember. Uh, our, our wedding anniversary, mine is April 18th. Two days, two days. If you're listening to this any other day than Friday, then um, our we're celebrating. We're going out of town. We're doing it right. Not for very long because we have kids and they have school. But we're we're gonna we're gonna go out of town and celebrate and eat at a nice restaurant that you have to make reservations really far in advance for. So I'm excited about that because my wife loves food that you have to make a reservation for. And I'm, it's growing on me too. But dates are important. And April 18th is a date that will always mean a lot to me. In fact, the number 18, September 18th, 2003, was the day I got locked up in solitary confinement. The number eight is just all over my life, man. Uh, it, I was eight days in solitary confinement on the 18th. Uh, I get out April 18th, 2006. And then I get married April 18th, 2008. So the number eight is huge in my story, my testimony. But April 18th is a date 
that has two special, very special meanings in my life. And the first one, the, the one that came first, I won't say the most important, but the first one in chronological order was April 18th, 2006. That was the day that I was released from prison. And man, I'll tell you, if you hear me uh, turning pages, you'll hear me. I'm, I'm looking at my journal and I'm just like, wow, I'm going through, I'm going through my journal and it's, it's pretty interesting. Some of the things that I wrote, you know, um, man, I, I, at one point in the last couple of weeks, uh, of my prison time, I was saying, I'm so glad I won't have to look at these walls anymore. I'm so glad I won't have to wait in line uh, or fight somebody, <laughs> pretty much try to push my way to the front of the line for commissary. Uh, I won't have to eat my dinner or my lunch or breakfast on a tray. And uh, man, it was just, it was a great week or two, you know, when I found out uh, April 2nd was when I found out I was going home on April 18th. And those couple weeks were just incredible. And uh, I also have April 18th, 2008 as a special date, the most special date, because of that's the date that I got married to Jessamy. And now the week, two weeks before that date, we're not as, um, we're not as, fun. <laughs> my wife was so stressed out because of the wedding. I tell you, she would have just rather me and her elope somewhere, but I know, uh, her family probably would have killed us, but it was, it was a stressful time for her leading up. And it's funny how two different dates, you know, that are, that are, that mean a lot to you can have, um, the, the time leading up to those two dates, totally different. But I tell you what, the time after those dates, were, have been both incredible. And obviously, uh, she's been in my life since, you know, I mean, we grew up in church together. She's eight years younger than me and our families have been at the same church since 1982. But, uh, and I also coached her in, in when she was in eighth grade basketball. Uh, but our lives have been crossing paths for a long time, mostly because of church. But when we got out, when I got out, uh, I, I, the first thing I did, uh, I got out on a Tuesday. My pastor met me with about 50 other church people at CC's Pizza. One of the, one of the last times I've been to CC's Pizza. <laughs> so they all meet me there. And then pastor asked me to speak. Uh, he was speaking or he was leading the twenties and thirties Bible study on Wednesday nights at church. And so he asked me to come share my story. And I said, Sure. And I did, and so that Wednesday night, that Wednesday night, I watched after after the Bible study was over. I shared; it was great. But afterwards, I saw Jessamy walk into the room, and I tell you what, I tell you what. Well, let me just read in my journal. Okay, so. Uh, I wrote this about her in my journal. This was a little less than a month after I got out. This was on May 20th, 2006. Uh, it was a Saturday. And I said, I can't believe I haven't written more about Jessamy Joy Johnson. She is amazing. We have had lunch together and rode home a couple times. I didn't have a car, couldn't, couldn't drive. I mean, I had a car, but parole wouldn't let me drive. 
So she was, you know, taking me everywhere. I have shared how I felt about her. I'll talk about that in a second. When I saw her on April 19th, that Wednesday night, after church, I knew the feeling God had put in my heart. It was a love I had never felt for a woman in my life. I knew when she was walking across the dining room, the Bible study was in the dining room of our school building, that this is what I was preparing myself for. So the reason I wrote it that way was because six months before I got out of prison, I was I was praying a prayer. If you heard my story, my love story, back in February, I, I prayed a prayer. And I said, okay, Jesus, I'm going to commit to you as a single man the rest of my life just helping other people. And he's like, no, don't pray that prayer. I have someone special for you. And so from for six the last six months of me being in prison, I was preparing myself for the woman he had for me, he had set aside for me. I didn't know when I was going to meet her. I didn't know I was going to meet her the second day out of prison. And I didn't know it was going to be somebody I knew. I thought for sure it would be somebody that didn't know me so they wouldn't have to navigate all the stuff they knew that I used to do. This is that this is what I knew when she was walking across the dining room that this is what I was preparing myself for. I had to go through a big cleansing and purging period in my life to even be able to stand next to her. I and then I wrote, I just spent 5 minutes cleaning my room for Jessamy. Can you believe I did that? She makes me want to be a better person in Christ. I mean, I was always I was already pretty good in Christ. I was I was on fire for God when I got out of prison. But there's something about meeting the person that God meant for you to have that makes you want to be a better person for God, but for that better for that person as well. And you know, I tell you, ever since April nineteenth, our days in time and everything has been woven together. And there was ups and downs in our dating. You know, she had broken up with me at one point. Uh, I didn't have a job for the first uh, year and a half, almost two years out of prison. I was doing a lot of spiritual stuff. I wasn't being lazy. Um, you know, I, I had a job at, coming right out of prison as, at, a, as a bake at a bakery, but I, I don't believe that that was the job God had for me. And I believe that's probably why I was such a bad a bad employee at that place. But April eighteenth. Is will be forever etched in my mind, um, you know. And and when when we got engaged, and then we got closer to our wedding, you know, our wedding time, because we were like, all right, six months, spring, you know, that's when we want to do it. But at that time, uh, our church was doing like a trilogy which meant three three weekends of Easter stuff. And the stage was just decorated all for that stuff. So there was no way we were going to be able to do our wedding uh, and, and in the middle of all that trilogy stuff. And so, uh, and we wanted to do it on a Friday. And so it just seemed like she came to me and said, this Friday is the, 
you know, is, is the only option we have. And I'm like, well, that's, that's the 18th. That's the day I got out of prison. Do you want to share? Do you want to share that, that day? It's a special day for me. Do you want to share that anniversary date? And she said, yeah. I mean, it just means you'll never forget our anniversary. And, and what that meant to me, um, was that our two, our two days, my release from prison and my entering into a covenant relationship with Jessamy. It's just the whole, the whole picture of it was almost like I was leaving that same day represents me leaving my old past behind and stepping into a new one. The same day, two years later, it was really neat because whenever I was telling Jessamy about the, how I felt the, that night of the 19th, uh, I, I told her what I told her was I don't think anything's supposed to happen for two years, and it ended up we ended up getting married two years to the date from me getting out of prison. But you know uh, the two years of dating, and then the you know we're about to celebrate thirteen years of marriage, uh, fifteen years of me being out of prison, and on April 9th, I celebrated eighteen years, eighteen years, no seventeen years of long-term recovery. No, that's 18. Yeah. I, I did the quick math and I wasn't very good at it at first. So yeah, 18 years of recovery from alcoholism and cigarettes and, and, and gambling and, and, you know, and just overall everything. So dates are important. What, what, what date is important to you? You know, we celebrate, our wedding anniversary, but at the same time, we always have a special celebration dinner for my release from prison. You know, uh, people, a lot of people want to say, you know, that, 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 I don't know, that date kind of is, is about your past and letting go and shouldn't celebrate it. Kind of the same people that tell me I shouldn't have the word felons in the name of our ministry. And I'm all right with people's perspective on that because I know my perspective and I know that it's right. No, I'm just kidding. I know it's the perspective God's given me. And so that's the way I, that's the way I, reason I see it the way I see it. But, you know, journaling, and I, and I, and I journal still, I just journal in a different way. I journal in my notes on the, on the iPhone. I journal in a book. I'm doing a book right now called The Wisdom Challenge, and I'm journaling about a, a, a verse of Proverbs every day. But dates are important. Jesus talked about a lot of dates in the New Testament that happened in the Old Testament. Uh, you know, they may not have been specific, you know, the dates, but specific times and things that happened. And so, you know, what, what date is important for you? Have you been clean and sober since a certain date? Have you been married since a certain date? Have you been free from uh, hate and anger and resentment and bitterness since a certain date? What is a special day for you, and what do you do to celebrate it? You know, we, we love, we're going to be celebratory in our family. We're going to celebrate the small things. We're going to celebrate the big things. We're going to celebrate freedom from things. You know, we we got to. We got to celebrate it. And uh, But I I have enjoyed all of these years with my wife and I told her, you know, as a part of our love story, if I had to go to prison and do it all over again and had to go to prison to be with her, I would do it. 
I would do it. And uh, and I meant it. And I felt like I had I had to do it. I think I feel like I feel like that's the way God needed to prepare me for Jessamy. And you know, she wouldn't have liked the old me, but she didn't have to get the old me. She got the new me. But we're gonna go celebrate this weekend uh, without our kids for a little bit. <laughs> we'll actually come back in a town on Saturday to uh, take them to their soccer and volleyball game. And then we'll head back out of town to our nice, fancy reservation restaurant. But what date What date is special to you? I want to celebrate with you. I don't know if you're listening to this from Apple or the, the website. If you listen to it from Apple or the website, you can actually leave a review. Tell me what you're celebrating. I want to celebrate with you. If you're listening from the website, you can actually leave a comment. Um, but I want to celebrate with you. And, and don't forget to celebrate. And if you have a loved one that's in prison, go ahead and start celebrating their homecoming because it's going to happen one day. It's going to happen one day. But what you need to do is you need to pray the way I did. I asked God to not let me out of prison until he knew I was ready to never come back. And so when it was time for me to go home, I knew. I knew. I knew I was going home because I knew, and I knew I was ready because that's what I prayed. And so I, um, it, it was really neat because my last Sunday in prison was an Easter Sunday. And it was, it was very special. I got to sing a song called when God ran. Uh, I love, I love that song. I got to see all my, uh, volunteers for the last time. It was, uh, it was, it was pretty cool. It was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Um, reading my journal has just really brought up some memories. And it's been really cool to go back and, and reconnect. I talk about a guy named Herbert, and uh, I went and reconnected with him. And it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I talk about getting letters from Reggie because Reggie got out a couple of months before I did. <laughs> hey, Reggie. You, he's probably not even listening. Uh, April 8th, I wrote on a Saturday, 10 days, but who's counting? <laughs> I'm going to have fun and minister to as many people as God will allow. I'm ready to, I'm ready. This is April 8th, 2006. I'm ready. I know because I asked God not to let me out of prison until I was ready, rooted, grounded to the point of no return. My desires are different. I'd rather sit in my cell and read and study than watch sports all day. Now that's a huge you know, that's a huge miracle. Huge miracle. I, I talk about, I'm getting more involved in Excel and I'm loving it. I was taking a class and I had to leave the class early because I, I, you know, I was done with prison. But man, I loved, I loved that class. Miss Farrington, Miss Farrington, I wonder what happened to Miss Farrington. Miss Farrington and Mr. Perry, they were my, they were my teachers. I'm going to go look them up. Anyway. I'm just rambling today. I just wanted to talk about the 18th and um, and what it meant to me and how special the 18th is to me. And um, thank you guys for listening to um, to the podcast. You know, the reason we do Background Check is because of April 18th, 2006. That's, that's the reason. The reason we do Background Check podcast is because one day I was let go of out of prison and I was, I started a new journey 
with a new mindset, a new heart, new direction. And April 18th happened because September 18th happened, 2003, when I got locked up in solitary confinement and my whole world changed. Don't be afraid of the times, the hard times, the times that bring you out of your comfort zone. Nothing irritates me more when I, when I, than when I see myself in my own comfort zone. And I'm like, how did I get here? The comfort zone is the worst prison of all. You can't grow in your comfort zone. September 18th, 2003, took me out of my comfort zone. April 18th, 2006, took me out of my comfort zone. April 18th, 2008, took me out of my single comfort zone and put me in a a dream on a new dream where I get to share everything with a covenant partner. Forgiven Felons, Transitional House, took me out of my comfort zone. The Resource Center is taking me out of my comfort zone. Find a way to get out of your comfort zone. Remember your dates. Write them down. Journal. Reflect. Grow. Jessamy, happy anniversary. I love you so much. I can't imagine my life without you. You aren't my number one. God is my number one. But he has given us the ability to love each other. Because we love him. I know I'm not your number one, Jessamy. God is. And because of that, we are just, we are, we are tighter today than we've ever been. And thank you for helping me model to our kids our love for God, for each other, but also for them. Jessamy, I love you so much with all my heart. With all my heart. And I thank you for saying yes. I thank you for sharing this date with my release from prison. I've never met anyone who has loved me the way you love me, Jessamy. And I'm so excited to spend this weekend with you and have fun, if you know what I mean. So, uh, I mean, eat at the fancy reservation restaurant. So um, happy anniversary, baby. I love you. Looking, Looking forward to the next 13. Can't wait till we get to our 20 and 25 reasons to... Go go out crazy and 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 celebrate celebrate in abundance. But I'm looking forward to this weekend. I love you. I'm gonna pray over us right now, Father in Jesus' name. I thank you for the woman you've put in my life. Thank you for Jessamy and everything she brings to me, to our marriage, to our family. Thank you as a uh, mother, a wife, a career person, Father. Thank you for. April 18th, 2008. Lord, continue to bless our marriage. We lift up everyone listening to this, Lord. We celebrate their dates with them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We'll see all of you next week where we have Shelly Goad, her testimony. It's incredible. It's incredible. You're going to love it. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit forgivenfelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J.D. Gum, and this has been Background Check.